0: Welcome back. It's Now with Dave Brown on AMI. Let's head down the 401 to catch up with community reporter Shiny Saravanamuthu in Montreal, Quebec. Hey, good morning, Shiny. Hey,
1: how are you? Happy Monday. Happy
0: Monday to you too. Great way to start the week by chatting with you, Shiny. Listen, every city probably claims to have the most fun summer, but Montreal (laughs) is internationally renowned for having fun summers. So how are those summer vibes coming along?
1: good it's hard to believe they're coming to an end and i feel like it's i don't know about for you but for me i feel like it's zoomed by and i can't believe it's september this week hard to believe um but yeah i would like to say like this was like our first for everyone our first post-covid summer where you can full-on be at someone's house and not feel guilty you can go places you know and people are able to have their weddings and baby showers again so i think it was a packed Summer for everyone, and I think maybe that's why I went by so quickly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm feeling something similar, Shiny. It went by quick. It feels like there's been a lot of work on this show, which maybe hasn't allowed for as much fun as I would have <laughs> liked. But I'll but I'll but I'll tell you, as I look back and I reflect on a bachelor party in Halifax, going into Ottawa a couple of times, spending a lot of time poolside with some really close family friends and some friend mm-hmm. and some friends of my own. It uh, some patio time here and there, spending a lot of time in the West End of downtown Toronto. It really feels like you're right. There was something to the summer where it felt like the pressure was sort of taken off a teensy tiny bit that the pressure yeah. valve got released.
1: Yeah. And everyone was just like, okay, we have to do something. We don't know if we're going to go back into lockdown again. You know, like everyone's <laughs> trying to make the best of their summer. And I feel like everyone feels the same way where it's just like, it just zoomed by.
0: Yeah. Although, shiny, I'll tell you this, my fall is looking like it's going to be pretty busy. I've got a wedding coming up on the weekend of September the 10th, which is is going to be in the Eastern Townships of Montreal. I've got two weddings in October for members of the AMI family, which I'm super excited about. I was just telling Mike Ross earlier uh, this show that uh, I tried on my suit yesterday and it still fits, which I was very happy about considering how many chips I've eaten in the last... Couple of years, so yeah, I would say I would say it's a busy summer that's leading right into a busy fall, and that's going to be the case in Montreal for sure because September's going to start, and there's a cool dance festival going on. So, what's coming up with the Festival yes. Caltier yeah. Dance?
1: So that's actually starting from September 7th to September 18th. And fun um, fun fact, they're actually inviting people to be able to see like the dress rehearsals that are happening up until the 2nd of September. So if you go on the website, you can kind of see where some of these dress rehearsals are happening. So if you kind of don't want to pay for the show, you kind of can watch the dress rehearsal (laughs) for some of (laughs) them. But the actual festival is from the 7th to the 18th, and uh, tickets... Prices vary depending on where the venue is of the show. There's a, about three different venues that the shows can be happening at throughout the festival, so there can be about three shows happening at the same time in different venues. Um, yeah, and all there's there. It's the 20th anniversary, so they have a huge lineup fixed for this year and once again it's the first one since post-covid that you can have indoors and i believe it can be full capacity for them so i'm um, looking forward to it uh, there is like a bollywood segment that's happening on the t- on the 10th i believe not the 10th uh, yeah on the 10th of september so i'm looking forward to that it's actually one of my friends who's a choreographer so i'm looking oh, forward cool. to that yeah, so dance is a huge part of my, my upbringing, my childhood, my adolescence. So I'm looking forward to that. So
0: Yeah, walk me through a little bit what the Bollywood experience may be. Because that, that's, what's cool about, that's what's cool about the Festival Dance Cartier yeah. is that you're talking about so many different cultural styles of music exactly. going on across the city. But dive a little bit deeper into, into like the meaningfulness of the Bollywood performances for you.
1: So I'm South Asian and I grew up doing classical dancing. And then when I got into college, I da- I joined a lot of dance teams and we competed. Um, mostly we would come to Toronto to compete against all the other universities and we'd be a Bollywood-based team. So we do a lot of like Indian dancing, classical. There's fusion. Now there's like, and I feel like a lot of people are more known to the Bollywood dance uh, because of now like if you look watch Dancing with the Stars they even have segments where they do Bollywood dancing so I feel like and now with Netflix you're kind of intertwined with so many cultures and different things nowadays so I feel like it's not just South Asian people that enjoy Bollywood now uh, or we're not the only ones who even do the dance anymore there's so many other cultures that even do our dance now so I think it's nice to see our culture being put on a platform that's that's well known in the city. So it's, it's
0: nice. Yeah, it's, it's really neat to see the tapestry coming together. And as you say, streaming <laughs> culture has made it a lot easier to get your hands on a lot of that content. I remember when I used to work at a video store in NDG, we had like the teensiest, tiniest little Bollywood section in the corner yeah. of the store. And those are some of the most popular videos because people were coming yeah. by. They were like, no, no, these are the stories that mean something to me. And this yeah. is what I want to do on my Saturday afternoon. So it's so cool to see that tapestry continuing to get enriched. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shiny, one more thing you want to put on our radar. So we've talked, we've looked past into the summer. We've looked into September in Montreal. But now we're going just a little bit outside of the Montreal region, but we'll allow it. Tell me what's coming up with Fighting Blindness Canada and their Young Leaders program in Toronto.
1: So since COVID, this will be the very first in-person Young leader summits since COVID and we're, we're quite excited because in the past like two years it's all been online and the best parts of these summits are being able to meet people like yourself, young adults with visual impairments in person and besides the whole technical and like the formal part of the summit the best part is the people that you meet and what you do after the summit the <laughs> things that you do, like the social events and all that stuff because you really get to get know people you make lifelong friends you meet people who can help you out things that you might have never known you have access to and it's just a weekend that's really good for your soul I'm not trying to be corny here but from my experience it is it's one of the best weekends and I'm so happy that it's in person and it's in Toronto. So like, it's very accessible to a lot of people. Um, it will be October 15th to 16th. Uh, the Saturday program will start around 12 PM and end at 6 PM followed by like a social event slash dinner that you are optional to uh, join. And then on the Sunday it'll start at 9 AM and I'll finish at 3 PM. Uh, it will take place at the Novotel North York hotel, um so it's not in the core of downtown but you're somewhat close by um yeah so that's a great part about it and honestly it's and also if you are not in the toronto area and would like to come uh they they do offer travel bursaries um so that way it's not a cost on your end and the actual summit itself it's free to register so mm. It's great that Fighting Blindness Canada is, is providing this because it's a great way for people to meet people. Even if you live in Alberta, you can come to Toronto, and a, a a big part of it will be covered. So it's great, and honestly, I recommend it to so many people. I'm a little too old, but I'll still be there as a as an OG chairman. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. That even as we get to no longer identify ourselves as young, we still like being around the young people. It's still yeah. acceptable to be around Feel the young, young people, <laughs> young at heart. Yeah, uh, shiny. We've only got a couple minutes left here on the clock, but yeah. j- but just sort of go over that bursary, that travel bursary th- element of this one more time here, just in case so, folks maybe you you, you might have caught them by
1: surprise with that. Yeah, so just if you're outside of Toronto, you do have a bit more of a travel bursary. I believe it's up to $500 for the weekend, including your flight, train, uh, your taxi for the weekend. And then um, if you're if in the Ontario, I believe it's $100. You can, you can correct me on that if I'm incorrect. I believe it's around 100 150 So uh, when you register uh, online for the summit, you can mention that you do need travel arrangements. And then they'll email you with the details of how to proceed with the travel bursary.
0: And I'm going to give an email address here for folks if they do want to have some inquiries or learn more about this. Because again, the event's coming up soon here. I, I know October 15th, yeah. 16th feels like it's a way away. That's actually only about 6 seven weeks away. So if arrangements need to be made, they need to be arranged. They need to be made soon. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give the email address here for folks. And then we're going to put it up on the blog after the show as well at ami.ca slash now blog. So it's education. At fightingblindness.ca, education at fightingblindness.ca. Notice I put the ing on there properly. I'll never forget. Once in a when I was early on in my my work here in the industry, I had a colleague who told me, Dave, we here at the national broadcaster don't say going. We say going. And to this day, I still sometimes drop my G's, but I sometimes like to really lay into it. Hey, Shiny, thank you for this. We always appreciate uh, your thoughts on this. Thank you for starting our week off on the right foot. And uh, we'll talk to you for a lifestyle report soon.
1: Yes, take care. Have a great week.
0: You've been listening to Now with Dave Brown. Hit the subscribe button on any podcast platform and leave us a rating and a review.